0: Lion just recovered a fumble. Bits of Wisdom. It's Harry Ludini, I'm pretty sure. That's when it kind of becomes Home oh, Improvement After Dark.
1: I guess that leaves us at the question of the week.
0: Mmm, very good. I don't know if you noticed, Jordan, but a really cool aerial shot of the table. A reasonably funny.
1: User User review. Home and podcast time.
0: Well, that's right. Binford Tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast. My name is Adam. You all know my co-host, Jordan, the Melanologist Lions.
1: <laughs> I am a specialist in everyone
0: named Mel. I thought you studied melons. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. A later A little on. bit of
1: column A, a little bit of column B. You know what? I'm ready to be my best self today. How about you? <laughs> I mean, I literally just said that before we started recording, so you know I'm on board. <laughs> Bra. <laughs> Bra. all right yeah episode 63 this is gonna be a good one i feel it i can feel it in the bones i
0: feel like all we've been doing the, l- the last like three weeks is recording these podcasts it's kind of crazy <laughs> i don't well, know if we, that's and bad. we just <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just recorded
0: a, a fancy football
1: one too so i guess that you know it kind of all starts to blend together
0: last time we recorded i said we don't talk enough now i'm beginning to wonder if the opposite's true but well Jordan, you know what you're
1: gonna do to remedy that you're gonna take a vacation
0: I'm taking a little vacay, yeah, we uh, recording this, uh, the day of, our, of our, the release of episode 62, it's a Wednesday, we usually record on Fridays, I'm heading to Nashville tomorrow, Jordan.
1: Wow, it sounds like you're going to be having a good time, going to spend some time with some friends, go on some mm-hmm. couple dates,
0: uh, ex- explore the city, right? I would say so, yeah, I think all those things are true. I've driven past Nashville on the way to Florida a handful of times as a as a youngster but uh I've never I've never stopped in the city. It's supposed to be fun. Um looking forward to uh hearing some good music, having some drinks and uh spending time with with my my dear friends. Unfortunately, you're not a part of that dear friend I'm not group. a dear friend. You're not a dear friend? You're just <laughs> No, you you certainly are, but uh you know, just just didn't intersect this time around. But yeah, I'm, I'm very much excited. Uh I don't know what to expect. Maybe a Johnny Cash museum or something? Wow. Yeah, you'll have to keep us filled in. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any home improvement kind of stuff I can do down there. Well, I mean, you're always on the lookout for different home improvement stores. I said I was (laughs) going to do that in Denver, and I most certainly did not. So maybe this time around (laughs) You just become uh, too busy. It's it's, just just too much excitement. The second you're on vacation, you don't really want to think about home improvement as much, but... Maybe this time will be different. <laughs> you definitely don't want to pull out your phone and start taking
1: pictures of like tools and <laughs> anything like that. So. I mean,
0: not really, but we'll see. We'll see we'll how see. it goes.
1: Well, that does sound like it's going to be fun and exciting. Um, you know, I was just—it reminds me of something fun and exciting that we're also going to be doing together for once, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a, that's a giveaway. We're going to be putting on a giveaway for our our listening audience, for our passionate fans, for. Our tool men and women are neighbors,
0: if you will. Handy men, handy women. Ah, handy men. Just like the the board game uh, posits, you know. You have to refer to everyone by handy men and handy women. Yeah, Jordan, we certainly are. We have... uh... I would imagine this is our first giveaway. I can't think of anything else we've done, so sorry <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> sorry it took sixty-three episodes for us. I to, like that you're been, not we, sure. Like we could have given stuff away and didn't money, know. We've been requesting money for sixty-three episodes this is the first time we're gonna you know give something in return. Yes, uh, Jordan, we are giving away a paperback copy of Tim Allen's infamous text. You know it from bits of wisdom. You know it from its uh, time spent in the New York Times bestsellers. We're giving away a copy of Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Uh, oh. But guess what, Jordan? There's more because... Just wait, there's more. Because, because it happens to be autographed by two of your favorite home improvement co-hosts. <laughs> and I'm not talking about those guys that uh, that started that Auga podcast that stole our domain name. No, I'm talking about us. Uh, Adam and Jordan have autographed a copy of Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Uh, I've penned a little message in there. We'll also be inclu- including a home and podcast sticker. So it's a pretty sweet giveaway, Jordan. Yeah,
1: it's pretty sweet. You've been holding on to that grudge from that other podcast for sixty three episodes now, and it finally came out. i didn't you I've just, never mentioned it until now. I don't think so.
0: It's been veiled veiled like um, veiled references I'll, I'll and be, stuff I'll, I'll, I'll just address it on a on an episode moving forward. just Yeah, I'll, we I'll might use, have a standalone episode. I'll use episode. The, whole, the whole cold open to talk about that. But back to the giveaway. <laughs> yeah, Jordan,
1: I bet you how, people are wondering how they can enter to win this yeah, crazy, awesome prize.
0: Well, as they used to say on Cartoon Network giveaways, that I would kind of enter as a youngin. Many will enter, few will win. Uh, <laughs> one will win, specifically. And winners will be chosen. And how do, you, how do you become a potential winner? Well, you have to write us a review on iTunes and or become a patreon patron yeah that's
1: correct that's correct right. you, d- you did that well uh, yeah so that means you can have up to two entries in this contest so you could write a review and you could also become a, a patron for a dollar a month and uh, both will get you one entry for this fine fine prize uh, I know what you're wondering you know, you know, when you write a review on iTunes, sometimes you've got a, a nice little like screen name, username thing going almost, on. Yeah. Pseudonym, yeah. Uh, so we're going to go by the honor system. If you have written a review, or you will be writing a review, and uh, you feel like just keeping yourself anonymous, feel free to email us or tweet at us or any of those things, and we'll make sure that you get your entry in there one way or another. So, so that's, that's the way we're going to do honor system. I know that nobody's going to cheat in this. Uh, I know the prize is big, but I know that
0: our integrity is bigger. Stakes are high. Jordan, here's a question. If someone has already written us an iTunes review or given money uh, to us via Patreon or PayPal, are they eligible? Guess what? They're in. Whoa. Indoctrinated in. Only you didn't even
1: know what you were doing at the time. You were entering quite quite a great prize fest here. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, if we get past 16 reviews on iTunes. Maybe we will. This, maybe is, a, we this will. is our
0: feeble attempt to get, like, 17 <laughs> iTunes reviews. No, uh, yeah, I mean obviously we can't send you the book if you don't uh take credit for your itunes review so uh again if you leave one let us know you did it or or make it clear via your uh your username and yeah i think how how long are we gonna do this is it all this is all until the end of season three
1: yeah so all october this is gonna be maybe a thanksgiving present an early christmas present Mm -hmm. for one lucky winner
0: yeah and we you know we'll uh like i said We'll send you the book. We're, we're covering all the shipping costs. We're going to give you a sticker. It's autographed. <laughs> no,
1: you have to pay shipping and handling. It's all you got
0: to do is g- give us an iTunes review and or you know donate to the Patreon. And uh, this, this sweet giveaway is yours. I mean, two of your favorite, potentially favorite podcast hosts sending you an autographed book. Does it get any better than that?
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll ship anywhere around the world too. So if you're in Canada, if you're in Europe, if you're in Australia, if you're on the moon, we'll ship it there.
0: What if you're in Korean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's a very confusing thing that we can get to later. Yeah, we'll get to that later on.
0: Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll we'll keep uh, mentioning this uh, moving forward. And yeah, we yeah we're you're gonna forward. have to hear about
1: it for the next four weeks. This so. is gonna be a mainstay cool.
0: for for four weeks. So it could be worse. So yeah. Uh, what are we calling this contest? The Great Home and Podcast Giveaway. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's all right. Fine. So uh, yeah, the Great Home and Podcast Giveaway begins now
1: hopefully number number one 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 of many many. what are we covering this week yeah we're gonna cover episode 63 is going to be dream on Uh, and this one was written by paul wolf with two f's this is his first (laughs) howling at the moon this is the first of two episodes written by paul Uh, another one is written later in this season. Paul also had was a mainstay on Remington Steel, Mm -hmm. Little House on the Prairie, Family Ties, and he created and wrote for Annie McGuire, which was a show starring Mary Tyler Moore, which only lasted ten episodes. But sounds like Mary Tyler Moore's other show. (laughs) I think she's had like three. So didn't quite do as well as the Mary Mary Tyler Moore show show. Wow, that is a mouthful. (laughs) Is it (laughs) that show? MTM, MTMS. Uh, This one aired January 12th, 1994. We've got some plot keywords this time around that are actually interesting. So I'm going to read a couple. I want you to pick out a couple that you want to dive deeper into. So first one we've got is dream, which is kind of boring, but oh well. Uh, Next one is seen during end credits. Very specific. Uh, We've got dating. We've got apology. We've got Mm. Scrabble. We've like got I'm Scrabble Je- for me, will you? Scrabble? Mm-hmm. All right. The other ones we've got are Jealousy, Costume, and Allergy. So marinate on those while I click on the Scrabble here. Marinating. Mm, oh, wow. The first couple for Scrabble are The Hand Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. two different editions of it, the, the recent uh, Emmy winner and mm-hmm. an 80s one. Okay. We've also got Black Hawk Down, a series of unfortunate events, which I don't remember there being Scrabble in that charlie's angels superman returns wow there's quite a bit here who knew
0: scrabble was such a, a fixture in american mm. cinema
1: and yeah. television
0: barney's vacation
1: or no barney's version sorry barney's vacation <laughs> jordan
0: had jaeger bombs this morning Ooh, another record. tim allen film is in this though santa claus nope the, the, shaggy, the dog. shaggy dog shaggy dog Ah, uh, yes that's yeah. one we're gonna be covering sometime soon right uh, well, we'll see how things go. <laughs> let's not bite off. Let's not bite off more than we can chew. Just as the shag, the shaggy dog would. would so yeah, want us to do that. Scrabble apparently wildly popular.
1: 173 titles on IMDb. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that sounds about right.
0: What's next? <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> sure. That's great. Cool, uh, cool. I don't know. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Let's get into our titles. All right. So. I have one, two, three, four, (laughs) per usual, Mister Four, and uh, three is a magic number, Mister Three Thousand, the Bernie Mac movie. Uh, (laughs) We've talked about that way too much. That's hilarious. That yeah. So uh, I have four. The name of the episode is Dream On. I know. I say this every week, and I know that I (laughs) say that I say this every week. This was hard. And I don't think any of mine are funny. All right. Well, I'll let you go
1: first then. How many do you have?
0: Three. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you would alright <laughs> uh, first one horsing around <laughs> Tim rides a horse in the dream you're generous if <laughs> you're laughing at that eh?
1: and there's a horse joke later on she said she could eat a horse which hey. actually made me laugh oh
0: yeah
1: alright alright Um, sweet dreams are made of
0: team well that's pretty good and I, I got something like this all right, Tim Taylor dreaming on such a winter's day. <laughs>
1: I do like that one. Nice yeah. job. Thanks.
0: All right, uh, this one's a little dirtier. Oh, I got a dirty one too. <laughs> okay. If there's one thing this podcast is, it's dirty. <laughs> All right, it's
1: naughty. All right, uh, nocturnal contrition.
0: Nocturnal contrition. Do I understand it? What? Noctur- <laughs> I mean. I, all know right, what, so I know the what contrition both of those part, words mean. <laughs> Alright.
1: Nocturnal contrition. Contrition is mostly referring to Al being very sorry for what
0: he mm-hmm. did.
1: Yeah. Uh Nocturnal Emission is what it rhymes oh,
0: with. Oh, 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 I just wasn't picking up on the on the rhyme. Okay. Mm, mm. Alright. Mine is uh, I'll save my dirty one for last, but it's it, it's much less subtle. Alright, uh third one the young and the restful. Okay. You yeah like she's it.
1: getting some rest i like it yeah all right last one you're really i, I gotta say you're really hard on yourself i think,
0: I think Jordan, we need to it's set been the bar. said i'm my own worst critic
1: <laughs> who said that all right um it wasn't me yeah. anyways last one me tarzan you insane oh this is perfect me tarzan
0: you horny <laughs> <laughs> definitely not subtle i told oh. you i told you <laughs> and that was the first one i came up with so (laughs) all right that's i don't know we've had worse you know they always end up being about the same regardless of how we feel (laughs) before we we say them they're always pretty average but wow all
1: right uh plot synopsis not bernie not tony topola but we got a short one and it's by you know I I like to say SC Gary 66, but it also could be, could be sagary 66. We just we just don't know. But he says or she says Eileen is furious with Al after he tells Tim about an embarrassing dream Eileen had about Tim, which Tim then tells to Jill. That is confusing. There are so many <laughs> names.
0: Eileen, Tim. Al, Tim, Eileen, Tim, Tim, Jill. All in mm. one sentence. All in one
1: sentence. A very
0: long run on sentence. Well, so I, I think did like you it was s-
1: sagari 66 thank you uh i guess that means we can get
0: into dream on dream on dream on yeah i I tried to do something with that but i really there's a lot of songs of dream in them but uh (laughs) it just didn't make a lot of sense it just didn't work all right uh you want to take the opening scene sure we're gonna open with heidi doing her usual
1: belting out the familiar opening to the show the logo hops on through doing the same exact thing as last week i thought that was kind of a cop out for the the logo just I didn't not doing it, anything, so do anything I, can't, I yeah.
0: can't say. You're I never watching it. for that logo. Uh, I was I was doing something else.
1: Yeah, you did tell me the second time you watched was not uh, an, in-depth, an in-depth watch. I'm leaving I guess for a vacation do. tomorrow. I'm doing the best that I can. All right, so let's talk about refinishing some tables and some woodwork here. Uh, while we do that, we do learn that Tim has a Finnish uncle named Lars, so that was super funny and clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, yeah, they're refinishing a wood table, they 've got their protective gloves on their eyewear their mask but Tim says you know I don't really care about wearing these gloves I think that's ridiculous I'm not going to develop an allergy over time to this all of this uh, wood that I'm sanding off but Al tries to warn him and uh, Al turns out to be right because Tim's hands they really balloon up here uh, they just it's like that surgical glove thing where you fill it with air or water um, yeah. and that's what happens to Tim's hands so it's it's a really good gag.
0: It's very complex I mean I uh, it's it's like uh, the balloon or the whatever the latex gloves are are flesh colored and uh, yeah he just kind of puts his hands up and they just keep getting bigger the gags on uh, on tool timer are definitely getting more extensive and I, I suppose like visually impressive we, we've come a long way since like uh, the old uh, one two three visual you know gag. What I miss? but uh what do you miss yeah
1: I kind of miss the three pictures you know
0: yeah I don't I don't know. This is, it just, these kind of gags are, it 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 feels too, it feels too, like, television. Forced? For me, forced. Yeah, like, it just, he wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. Like, Tim is not such a ingenious practical joker. Like, you know, it's one thing if he's got, like, these clever little disses, or he, you know, has a picture of Al's mom as a tapestry or something, but this is just a little bit too complex. This This reminded me of, like, a a fancy haunted house or something like i don't i don't know where tim's coming up with these ideas or who is really um, it's probably klaus putting them into practice i don't know did you did you like this no i did not like this yeah it's dumb
1: Yeah, it's, it's i i mean it's more believable
0: than al's mama's godzilla i guess yeah that's what i'm talking about though they're getting too <laughs> zany with these opening bits it's like they're trying to just like they just come back height- down to earth heightening guys. and heightening and heightening i'd rather just see like falls or something but yeah that's I don't know what's going to happen next. But. Submarine sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next scene uh, backstage. And <clears throat> I did appreciate this because at least Tim is, like, talking. He's kind of acknowledging the hand, the hand gag that he just pulled, like talking about how it was successful or how he pulled it off. And, uh, you know, I, I guess that added a little bit of realism. Uh, we find out that Al and Eileen are were supposed to come to dinner tonight, which is convenient, I would say. But Al is being kind of cagey. He he says that he he can't make it for he doesn't really give a good reason. But he's Tim's, so salty. He's salty. Tim senses that something is wrong, uh, and it doesn't take much for Al to uh, to divulge that information. And we <laughs> find out that Eileen had a passionate dream about Tim riding a golden stallion in bicycle shorts. And Jordan, I've had the oh. same dream about you. Probably 15 times. <laughs> well, and the weird
1: thing is that you keep telling me every time that you yeah, have it. Yeah, every time. It makes, I, me, it, it makes I, I me very you uncomfortable. I text in the middle of the
0: night. Yeah, I wake up and see. You won't believe the dream I just had. I can't had.
1: tell you how many mornings I've woken up to a text from Adam that says very strange, <laughs> strange things. The text, but... the text says,
0: the dream is always the same. No. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> oh Al's, Al's mad about this. He's he, Tim kind of goads him and, and pokes fun at the, the situation like Tim would. And Al is upset uh he's frustrated i don't really it's sort of defies logic al's behavior in this episode because he's mad at tim tim didn't really have anything to do with it i guess tim is adding fuel to the fire by just like making fun of him but uh that's essentially it can i just say that
1: i really like this as the base of a show it just it seems so outrageous uh that i just enjoy it and it goes on to be outrageous. So. It is
0: pretty outrageous. I do, I do appreciate this as a premise for an episode. Uh, yeah,
1: it's, it it's seems like something idea. stupid that we would come up with. So uh, yeah, I, it's I'm okay stu- with it. It's
0: pretty stupid. I guess it's it's yeah. It's more interesting than them going to the to like uh, driving in circles and ending up in a convenience store in Ohio or like <laughs> Jill getting into a fight with her parents or letting the kids uh, spend their money on baseball cards. It, as a premise, this works. Um, you know, there there are highs and lows, and we'll talk about those at the end. But next scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, next scene, the boys are at home playing Scrabble. Um, <laughs> wow. We learn this is it. Just looks really strange. Why, why they would? <laughs> We've never seen these boys sit down and like play a board game together. But I'm mm-hmm. glad they're bonding. Mark appropriately uh, plays uh, <laughs> the
0: most simple word imaginable. Eat.
1: Yep, he plays eat. Randy uh, appropriately plays like a boss word. Um, he plays melon. He gets like a double word score. He's
0: he's doing pretty well he still for only himself. Gets 14 points isn't really that
1: good well you know he's like 12 so whatever uh brad over there he's he's keeping score which at first is (laughs) the strangest thing seems like like why would brad be keeping score yeah uh out of anybody and then he you know he's gonna one up his brother here he puts on ology onto melon for 16 points and uh you know melonology the uh the study of
0: melons i do like that he knows what ology means yeah, that is curious. Randy's face in this scene is pretty classic. Like he, his like dumbfounded look when Brad plays melanology uh, got a laugh out of me. It's good. Yeah. good. Good acting.
1: No, I thought this was a mm-hmm. you know as, as silly as this was. I thought it was pretty funny as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim comes home. He loves that Brad played melanology. He's mm-hmm. impressed because to him the study of Mel's the people named Mel melanology. Named Mel. Yeah, that's stu- yeah. that was stupid. It was dumb. But uh, the, Tim and Jill move into the into the garage. Jill is doing laundry, per the usual. Um, she does break it to him that it, it is not a word. But then they move on to talk about, very quickly, Tim divulges the dream, <clears throat> which he promised not to tell anyone else, which, I mean, we're not shocked by this at all. Uh, we do also learn that dinner is back on here. Uh, and I did want to note that Tim has a sweatshirt we haven't seen before, uh, a tiger sweatshirt. plus. you, Best few Boys. It's a, I like it's a that. Classic. Yeah, it's cool. It's a classic. Uh, so, anyways, back to what they're actually talking about. Jill is laughing at Tim and his pride because he's, you know, he's feeling pretty good that a, a woman has dreamed about him. And he Would you say saying,
0: that Tim is on his high horse? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've made way too many horse uh, noises in this show, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not just talking about this episode in general, yes. but. Yeah. So yeah, he he also is saying that the women who watch Tool Time eventually they dream about him, he assumes. Uh Jill is just kind of like laughing and kind of playing it off she's she's not impressed by this she's saying she doesn't even dream of tim because she has to see him so much in real life she, she tries to escape she says him that eileen must have eaten
0: a beaten burrito before bed and that's what she <laughs> <laughs> which i don't really get but it seems kind of funny <laughs>
1: hey it works for me
0: yeah. uh they do walk in they
1: hand the the laundry to the boys and they willingly take it and fold it yeah uh, what was this really, all about we don't really
0: don't I... know what? I, do you think they cut a storyline or something with the kids? Yeah, because it seems like there should be more there's, to that. Yeah, like, they're acting why suspicious, they and she acknowledges that they're acting suspicious, but then there's nothing comes of it, so I, I feel like they must have cut their plot line or something.
1: Yeah, it seems like there's just too much going on with Tarzan and Scooby-Doo jokes that they don't have time for this plot. Me, Tarzan, Jill Horny. <laughs> Alright, so uh, yeah, what does Jill dream about? She dreams about Tarzan, and then you know, after, you know, Tim says maybe Tim she really presses, Sco- like, Tim
0: really pushes this also. Like, I don't know why
1: he wants to know yeah, he, this. Yeah,
0: she doesn't care about Eileen's dreams. She doesn't care about dreams in general. She's really not interested at all. But Tim pushes it, and he, he's, he says before that he wonders if she has dreams about Scooby-Doo. And I'm thinking, well, that's weird. You know, sexual <laughs> Scooby-Doo dreams? I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, they end up going Scooby-Diving. Mm, yes, yeah, so on the Scooby Beach, which was not, which was played as a joke, but I don't, like, a scooby Beach. that's not a joke.
1: All right, so, yeah, he does, you know, she has dreams about her and Tarzan. She has a leopard outfit and giant knockers, which (laughs) conveniently... Tim also has this dream. <laughs>
0: that was uh, when she said that I was kind of aghast. Like she, she says she. It was her a dream, very big surprise. Big beautiful breasts, and I'm thinking like, oh, we've never heard anything quite like that on this show. This this part, yeah, this part of the scene here is a little risque because they were kind of then- losing me until until I heard that and I was like, okay, well, I they were try- <laughs> trying to get you back in focus. It was at this point uh, in the episode that I did write that this episode is not funny uh like i I wrote in my notes but i do think that things change here as it goes on it gets a little bit better but at this point i was not in on the episode
1: no you weren't in well what about when jill decides to basically just describe a sex scene in her head and she gets all flushed
0: it was graphic and then she says is it hot in here is it just me
1: Hmm. so that's how that scene ends Yep. And it's okay uh, it's we, weird
0: it's kind of strange though it just it is a little a bit, bit off and...
1: brand for home improvement a little bit more risque uh well this was Tim... actually a
0: special installment of home improvement after dark so.
1: oh you see i didn't catch that i didn't catch yeah, it at the beginning you didn't that see, didn't explains you the a lot yeah the,
0: IM, the imdb <laughs> trivia <laughs> yeah they just they
1: have put place like a stamp on the episode title or something when it's when it's home improvement after dark is yeah that what they do? it was I don't tvma don't Ah, uh, okay. That's it. Okay. So later at home, Alan and Eileen have not arrived yet. It's you know, 7.10. They
0: were supposed to come at 7. Jill's freaking <laughs> out. As one would not.
1: <laughs> that is, yeah, you know, maybe for Al, that's way. Maybe he's usually there like 30 minutes early. I don't know. He seems but, like uh, the type of
0: guy that would show up hours early, too. Well, a we know party. Eileen often has, like. Eileen's work. always late because of her orthodontic or orthodontal. Emergence. Whatever. Emergencies. Yeah, uh, emergencies, yeah. yeah. But we'll learn more about her her job in the end. Yeah, scene. we will.
1: Uh, so Tim continues to make jokes about her dream before she arrives, and Jill. Jill says knock it off we we can't do this she will not like that which i mean unless she has a pretty decent sense of humor this would be very embarrassing for her it's just but, awkward yeah yeah very awkward uh so they do arrive um al brought a tart and jim 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 makes a joke jim
0: taylor tim's <laughs> jim evil taylor. twin
1: brother <laughs> i feel like that's where we're at right now in this yeah. bizarro episode but uh, Tim does make a joke that you shouldn't call Eileen a tart. And uh, Eileen uses this hilarious joke to say that Tim is funny. And it makes Al jealous right away. He's, he's already on edge a little bit about this dream. And this, this he's only going to be further pushed over the edge here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some idle chit-chat. Eileen had a tough day at work. Uh, al makes a pun about pulling teeth that no one gets or thinks is funny
0: i think everybody gets it i just think no one thinks it's funny and they were right it's not that funny <laughs> but it's also <laughs> probably as funny as tim's tart joke
1: yeah I if I'm not funnier it's... i don't know and i feel like you laugh at that stuff just to be nice they're your friends
0: yeah i mean if you said that i would definitely laugh
1: for sure <laughs> although you won't
0: take me with you to
1: nashville i
0: can't i just can't sorry
1: i just you just can't fit me all right so eileen is so hungry that she could eat a horse well which one, really... thing I wanna, one
0: thing i want to one thing i want to say was so al makes this joke uh about pulling teeth and then eileen is quick to correct him and say that orthodontists don't pull teeth it just seemed kind of odd like what does she stand like i don't know al is She's sensitive to bring him back like, down to yeah reality. what does she what does she stand to gain by saying that uh by that correction like obvious like I mean, I don't think he. Maybe
1: that's just like a huge misnomer—misnomer—that she hears in her work all the time, and she really just wants to nip
0: she it wants, in the bud. She wants to set. She wants to set the story straight, I guess. But it just seemed odd. Like maybe she doesn't know that Al's bothered by the dream. But if she was aware that he was feeling orthodontists. sensitive.
1: Orthodontists. Can any of our orthodontists out there write to us and let us know? Is this something that you're really miffed
0: about? Usually, I happen to know that we have. I would say fifty percent of our listeners are orthodontists. So. <laughs>
1: The Dental Field Loves Home and Podcast. Yeah. All right. So can we get to the horse now? Yeah, go ahead. Are we beating the dead horse here?
0: Nah, almost.
1: (laughs) Almost. All right. So Eileen is so hungry she could eat a horse, which really just, this is where things start to spiral out of control. Tim can't help himself at this point. Uh, You know, he says Jill has cooked stallion, and then he switches it to big golden scallion, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to save it. And then he mentions, well, at least I didn't say it was bike shorts, and well, you know, the cat's out that's, of the bag that's now. Eileen knows;
0: she she knows that uh, that Al divulges. And then there's kind of a like, you told her, he told her, they told him, like things escalate quickly. Yeah, it and really everyone's mad does. at everybody.
1: Everybody's at fault here, except for Eileen. Um, you know, she's very embarrassed. She wants to leave. They go outside and they start to argue. Um, and, t- and during this process, Tim also tries to make it easier by telling everyone about Jill's Tarzan dreams. So, yeah,
0: Eileen storms outside and Tim says, well, you know, Jill dreams about Tarzan. And then now Jill's mad at Tim. So Tim is, he's, dare I say, ruining everything.
1: <sighs> he's doing his best too. So they just, the next scene is just a little bit later. Uh, the same night, they they have Tim spying outside on Eileen and Al as they argue. It's kind of awkward
0: that they're just outside on the patio. as what? They should have just left.
1: Yeah, I, or,
0: or, I don't know. That just struck me as being like making an awkward situation even more awkward by arguing about ten feet away from. I mean, I guess like at least go to the car. I guess, and it's cold outside. Yeah, we learned about fifteen degrees. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. It just just struck me as being kind of strange. But yeah, it, it is a little
1: strange. So uh, Tim and Jill are continue continue in their fight on the inside as well. Uh, Tim is being an idiot. Al comes in. It, things like have gone to the worst Tim says
0: how do you think I'm feeling like Jill's doing the thing where it's like how do you think Al's feeling Tim says how do you think I'm feeling and he realizes <laughs> that like nothing he hasn't been wronged in the slightest this whole yeah. episode that was yeah. funny, he, but.
1: he's not critically thinking here uh, Al does come in it looks like Eileen broke up with him and took his car tim says she'll be back because otherwise it's grand theft auto which uh,
0: i left yeah it was it was unexpected as well so it seems strange to me that eileen broke up with al based on they must not be very serious before based based solely on this interaction but i don't know yeah
1: there's a reason that she's showing up late for everything you're saying there's another man an orthodontist (laughs) i'm just saying
0: I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Yep.
1: So let's move outside to where it is a little chilly. Mm-hmm. And Wilson... Yeah, uh,
0: I'll, t- I'll take this one, Jordan. I-, I feel like you've been doing the legwork here. And yeah. I-, I have to I need I to take to a earned.
1: rest, all right? So nope, go don't ahead. Don't silence
0: me. So we're... You know, look, after I say that, I look at my notes <laughs> and I see I don't, don't have a to say. Well, you know what? All right, so Wilson is... Uh, it's night. It's nightfall. And Wilson is... Uh, he's reacquainting himself with Tai Chi. Ooh. Um, which... I don't really know a lot about Tai Chi, Jordan. It looks like karate, perhaps, uh, but it involves sort of zen relaxation. It does, it does have a little bit more meditation built in here. Okay. All right. Well, uh, looks cool. I mean, he's doing it at night. Tim kind of divulges a situation, or he, he informs Wilson of, of what has transpired as he's wont to do in, in such segments. Uh, should we just play a clip here?
1: Yeah, I think you've uh, gotten ahead of yourself. You've put the card ahead of the horse here. i gotten ahead of myself.
0: You know, I promised myself I would never do that, but I, I think last episode we, we did not uh, play the Wilson clip, but this one's better, so before I, I go ahead and, and just ruin everything by explaining it, let's, let's play the clip first.
2: Practicing for the ballet, Wilson? No, Tim, I'm just reacquainting myself with Tai Chi, an ancient form Chinese exercise. It balances the female and the male, the yin and the yang. Over here, the yin thinks the yang is a idiot. <laughs> troubles, neighbor Tim? I don't know, troubles. I, Al's girlfriend Eileen had a dream about me, so I made a joke about it and she got upset and broke up with Al and Jill thinks it's all my fault. Well, Tim, humor can be a wonderful thing. The Koran says he deserves paradise who makes his companions laugh. <laughs> yeah. Those Koreans know what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, Tim, Cervantes, the 16th century novelist, said, a jest that gives pain is no jest. In this case, you might have caused a little bit of pain. Well, I certainly didn't mean to. Jokes are what I'm all about. That's why people like me. Well, maybe sometimes you go too far. I just didn't take the dream that seriously. Some people do. You know, dreams can have a deep and profound meaning. You know what the psychoanalyst Carl Jung said? Yin, yang, Jung. Where does it end, Wilson? (laughs) Jung said that dreams were merely symbols of something else. Plus, he recognized the significance of names and letters in dreams. In particular, first initials. Hmm, first initials huh? Eh? Mm-hmm. Jill dreams about Tarzan and Jane. That's a T and a J. She's Jane, that's Jill. T could be Tim. Tim and Jill. We're Tarzan and Jane. Very good, Tarzan. Jung would be impressed. Oh, 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 oh.
0: <laughs>
2: Wilson is doing Tai Chi
0: in the <laughs> darkness. Tim comes out and he tells Wilson. Sorry, we've had a real tough time with this, so I'm just trying to put it in very simple terms. So I just keep tripping over my own You're feet. You're being I, very deliberate so you do don't mess up I, what's going on here. As I do this description. So, Tim comes out and he describes the situation as Tim is wont to do. And he says, everyone's mad at me. You know, just the whole situation. Everybody's upset with Tim. Uh, I try to be funny, and sometimes it backfires. But I, uh, I, don't, I don't take things too seriously. And Wilson says that the Quran describes humor as being wonderful. And then Tim says, yeah, those <laughs> Koreans really haven't figured out. Which I think is funny, but is probably offensive. I'm, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's stupid. It, it's a good line. Yeah, he obviously he's, doesn't he's know he's what the Korean idiot. is. Yeah, he's, yeah, an, he's idiot, an idiot. That's, that's what it funny. says to me. So Wilson says, on one hand, humor, you know, humor is wonderful. It's important to, to have humor. But then Miguel Cervantes uh, says that a jest that uh, goes too far or jest that is mean is really no jest at all. So uh, flip sides of the same, you know. She it, it, often it, does it, that. He gives perspective circumstantial.
1: on both. But here's the thing. Wisdom yeah. often requires you to use critical thinking on when to apply which which of these things works. So it makes Did sense. Did you say whiz
0: Tim? <laughs> I always do. Wh- bits of wisdom. Uh, you know, Tim... Wilson says, you know, maybe sometimes you go too far. And then they talk a little bit about dream. There's a lot of name-dropping. And, like, there's a lot of different... There Wilson is. Wilson is really... He's been reading up for for this scene. So then he talks about, you know, going too far. And he. Tim says that people take dreams more seriously than he does. And, and Wilson says, well, Carl Jung says that dreams are symbolic. And then he kind of describes uh, the importance of numbers and initials and dreams. And, and so on and so forth. It's a good scene. It doesn't really help Tim at all, but... I kind of I like the sentiment here yeah I mean I guess it helps him
1: to he's so far on one side right now he thinks everything's a joke and it it gives him a little bit more balance because you have both sides so I think that's what Wilson's trying to do here yeah I think Wilson does it well yeah, I mean, and it, it starts from the 10. very beginning when they talk about yin and yang, the, the balance of male and female. So the whole scene is Ying, about balance. Yang, yung. What else you got? <laughs> so yeah, uh, it it is a better Wilson scene as of late. So, I think Wilson should reacquaint himself
0: with Tai Chi more often. Especially at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're back to tool time. Al has gotten a ride from Lisa... Because, nope. Uh, nope Heidi Heidi. He got a, no he got a ride from lisa he got a ride from heidi because eileen still has his car which is strange He would have thought that would have solved itself um and uh tim is trying to apologize to al he's not doing a, a great job but he asked al if he wants to rehearse which is like a funny way to apologize i just i'd like to see them rehearsing for the show it doesn't seem like a show that really needs a rehearsal but perhaps they kind should of like ours <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, we definitely should rehearse. Yeah. Uh, he he doesn't really apologize at first, and Al says, you know, is this is this your apology, is this what you're doing? And, and Tim, he does a better job the second time around. He says, you know, uh, I, I poke fun at you, and I make fun of you because I consider you a brother.
1: Mm. Um, and and Al, Al turns like he crumbles. His heart
0: softens. Try to say goodbye, and I choke. <laughs> uh, call me a brother, I crumble. All right. Al cries uh, and they embrace and guess what? Guess who's there, Jordan? This is convenient timing. Eileen shows up. This is this is sitcom, uh, sitcom logic. Eileen is there watching uh, as she's standing in the bleachers, and um, they she, give, she they, gives Al the keys and then she's like, "I'm out." And she uh, like she would yeah if, if Al didn't if Al didn't apologize here they would they be, be done yeah be done and forever, you know which, Al again, only
1: goes to apologize because Tim pushes him to do so. So Do you think Al sh- should apologize? I guess he should. Uh yeah, I mean he broke her confidence. She said don't d I mean he embarrassed her. Tim embarrassed her though. Well yeah, but she told him something in confidence that you know, you're not gonna tell the person that the dream is about. So Yeah I guess. I Al is an enabler here. That's what he is. He should know better.
0: Well yeah he should have he should have
1: never said anything, I suppose. Yeah. So
0: uh they well, Al says you know.
1: he, he didn't feel manly enough for her, so uh, she goes on to say that he's the manliest man, and, uh, you know, Al goes on to say, why did, why did you dream of Tim? And I want to say, like, because, you know, you don't really pick what you dream about, usually, <laughs> but right, yeah. that's, you know, yeah. if we start asking questions like that, then this whole episode is worthless, so... Uh, you know, Tim wants to take a stab at this, and you know he he does his thing where he fails miserably to take Wilson's
0: <laughs> advice. It and... was it was funny though because I like Al's response. responses. Like, thanks, Tim. You've been a real you've, help. Been, you've been very helpful. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and then Tim uh, Tim leaves and. Al and Eileen just start like making out, you know, hardcore. I mean, it's a a legitimate make out, like, they were really going at it. Yeah, they Um, were. Nothing, I was thinking,
2: oh, oh, yeah,
0: oh, yeah, improvement after dark. Uh, V2, no, they really got it. Tim comes back and uh, he's TT stands for Tata. Tata, I gotta go, and then they continue to make out in the bleachers. and I'm thinking, uh,
1: whoa, yeah, (laughs) Al's
0: getting lucky. It's
1: like a high school football game over here
0: yeah except that's uh, underneath the bleachers or so i was led to believe i don't know <laughs> you were on the field you probably, probably know more about that than me uh. Uh, i will
1: not tell all right uh. so <laughs> that's that scene all is well uh at home this is my perhaps my favorite scene in the whole episode uh tim has set up some roses some wine fancy tableware some music for a nice dinner with his wife jill comes down but tim is nowhere to be found Uh, And then all of a sudden, out the back door, uh, there is a swinging man, and it is Tarzan. And I was. I found this just very unexpected. I did not see this coming at all. Uh, Maybe you did, but I just didn't think it was going to happen. And uh, he swings in, he opens the door. He's got, like, this chest plate on, like a Halloween costume, and it's, you know, he's all rippled. And uh, it's pretty amazing to me. I I thought it was very funny. Seems like. you know, we have a lot of these things where they mention Randy's race, or they don't show it. Uh, this time, they talk about Tarzan, and they do show it. So, I, I do yeah, like that. Yeah, they went
0: out and totally redeemed themselves with this one. <laughs> I was, uh, I was surprised. I did not. Yeah, I had no suspicion of this at all. Uh, but when I saw the candlelight dinner and Tim was nowhere to be found, I did kind of suspect that he was going to swing in as Tarzan. Mm. Uh, and he, yeah, it was, it was funny. I mean, it's a, it's. Completely absurd, but uh, oh, yeah. I I appreciated it as a uh, bookend of the episode. Certainly, absolutely.
1: So that uh, there's an outtake right after that, uh, some blown up hands that won't go down, and some jokes that I don't really think are funny. And that's episode sixty three. Dream on. Gold
0: credits fade to black. Dream on. Mm. All right, Jordan. Uh what did you think of dream on highs and lows highs and lows overall uh i thought it was a really good
1: episode i do like the absurd premise that's i guess that's just kind of the humor that i like um with shows like parks and rec and stuff like that that's just kind of my humor so that really really worked for me Uh, I did enjoy the scene, like the chaotic scene of Eileen finding out that Al told Tim and like everyone bickering over everything. I just thought that was, uh, it's almost like the episode was leading up to that moment and things really um, blow up at that moment. Uh, The dream in general, like I said, is a a great, oh,
0: coffee. Mm. Uh... Hmm. of that's brought to you by Mr. Coffee. (laughs) 'm getting you know I say it every time I'm just getting less enthused.
1: yeah, <laughs> now you're just kind of miffed with the coffee. Uh, Tarzan okay. jokes worked really well for me. Um, Grand Theft auto jokes, the yin and the yang, the Wilson scene, which I thought was more applicable and a good you know scene of balance. I uh, really liked a lot of those things. the lows um, you know, the opening scene tool time gags just aren't really working for me right now. but other than that, i I just enjoyed it it was good i even liked the melon jokes it was good
0: all right jordan what are your thoughts i think i like this one a little bit less than you did um but i did like it i focus on the highs i think we agree on many of the same things i i liked the final uh tarzan swinging in on on a vine scene um The boys playing Scrabble was fairly humorous, and I I thought the Wilson scene was uh, not funny, but well done, uh, applicable, interesting, and uh, returned to form in many ways. Um, In terms of Lowe's, I guess I didn't find the premise or the absurdity of the premise to be as as funny as you did. Uh, I thought it was maybe a little bit flimsy, but... um, other lows, obviously the opening scene was quite dumb, I agree with you that we they just haven't had a good opening scene in quite a while and the, the visual gags just getting more and more kind of outlandish isn't working for me. No. Nah. Um I don't know. Al and Eileen fighting their reconciliation. I it I don't know, just something about it I just wasn't necessarily that interested. Maybe I'm just not interested in them as a couple yet, but uh, you know, I'm open to I'm open to getting there. But yeah, I, I liked it. Didn't Love it, but uh, slightly above average for me. I would like to
1: know, you know, what were those boys up to?
0: I don't think we'll ever know. Uh, You have to assume they they cut their storyline or something, because they're definitely setting something up with that, that sort of a response to seems like they laundry, should have but.
1: given paul wolf a uh, an hour-long episode here to really flesh Arr! that out <laughs> yeah it'd be funny <laughs> if they just randomly
0: gave him an hour long just to really really sink his teeth
1: in i mean he did he did do that mary tyler moore show i mean what else do you want out of a writer I, think,
0: I mean this is a controversial opinion but i think every home improvement episode would be better if they had double the amount of time to get because everything always feels rushed
1: yeah there's a lot sometimes there's like a million not
0: every episode but like it would eliminate the illogical leaps I know that that goes against the format and the sitcom kind of uh, structure but I think a lot of home improvement episodes would be better if they were 44 minutes but uh, I'm also glad that we don't have to do a podcast on a show that's 44 minutes. <laughs> that might be a two-hour-long podcast. That's I'm not true. sure we yeah. could keep people engaged that long, but eh, uh, not. if
1: if we do want to keep people engaged, right now we can do so. So let's move over to this to Sean's social media roundup. What do you say? Mm-hmm. I say do it. I say nay. All right. Uh, so if you want to reach out to us, you can do so at dot mail uh, email us at Home and podcast at gmail.com. Twitter, we're at Home and podcast Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. If you want to get in on that sweet giveaway that we talked about for that book don't stand too close to a naked Sweet man Sweet as nectar baby mm, signed by your favorite podcast hosts including a sticker you can uh leave us an itunes review there's a link to that on our website in all of our uh all of our posts you can also sign up to be a patreon patron patron on patreon at patreon.com slash home and podcast it's
0: a tongue twister yeah patron there's a lot of peas there a lot of peas. all right so adam what's going on in the twitter sphere so Twitter today, you know, like like we noted at the top of the episode, uh, I've only posted these tweets about two hours ago, but uh, I've got some I've got some photos of uh, of the game from from last week, um, you know, various pictures taken.
1: The They're poll great shots. Is They're
0: great shots. Can I say that? Fantastic shots taken with a fantastic camera, uh, taken by a fantastic photographer. That's not me. <laughs> uh, the poll. The poll is important this week. It's more important than usual because it will determine, and this will be the be-all, end-all, and the determinant of whether or not we do this. So the poll is, if we played the Home Improvement board game, specifically the Home Improvement Handyman game, and recorded it as an episode, would you listen? And I don't care if we only get, well, we have six votes, but I don't care if we only get seven <laughs> votes. Whatever is decided, whatever <laughs> is the majority, will be what we do. And you know uh, what? As a great good. I was going to
1: say, and it might actually be a video a video podcast as well so this has really high stakes i mean i think the visual would be important here but
0: um yeah, yeah we, 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 all, we talked important.
1: about how sometimes we we like to uh you make the polls but sometimes we also vote in them we're not voting in this one this is too important to us because
0: if i voted i would say no <laughs> uh so as of right now if we if we played the game and recorded it as an episode we have six votes Thirty-three percent say no. Sixty-seven percent say yes. Oh
1: man! All right, keep voting, people. Wow. We we need to uh, know.
0: Yeah, we need to know. One more thing, um, Mark Volbeck, uh, super fan. Uh, is, this, is this is this going to be mailbag here? material here? Dude. I don't care. I'm going to say it now. All right. Uh, he uh, he sent us a, uh, a Tim Allen uh, video on Twitter. He was on Norm Macdonald live. And it's uh, it's fairly recent, and it's uh, and Mark says this is really interesting stuff uh at home and podcast especially about how fans perceive him working with kids on santa claus and i I, li- I listened to a little bit of this it's a it's a video it's a youtube video but it does seem quite interesting uh, and i it's about an hour long and i do plan i think yeah Jordan, we should watch maybe that. we should both watch it and then talk about it in an upcoming episode but I, I retweeted it and uh yeah i would say it's worth your time and tim looks so freaking cool in his in his glasses. glasses in he his is stylish man one thing I didn't, and, like, this is when I knew I wanted to to keep watching it, but Norm asks, they talk about El Camino Christmas, which we talked about yeah. a long time ago as being a Tim Allen movie that's coming out on Netflix, and Norm asked Tim, he's like, is, uh... Is it, is it good work? You know, do you like working with Netflix? And, like, everybody always is like, yeah, Netflix is great. And, but he asked Tim, and Tim's like, eh, it's kind of whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I no, no opinion on it. It's, it's, so that was pretty funny. And that's like I, that's the kind of candor I'm, I'm looking for in, a, in an interview. So uh, watch that. We'll watch that. I think we'll talk about it sometime.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely watch that. So, all right. Um, from one fan to another, let's open up the mailbag. Rip it open, baby. You've got mail. All right, so this comes to us from the incomparable Sarah, who wrote in to us on Facebook. Uh, She, This is a couple episodes back, but we talked about Tim had a sweatshirt on that was, I think it was Michigan State, but it had um, MSU in sign language, in American Sign Mm -hmm. Language, Um, and you weren't sure if it was offensive or what, uh, but Sarah says the sweatshirt is not offensive. She has... She has friends who are deaf, and she's fluent in uh, American Sign Language. So we've got we've got a resident expert on that who could clear it up. So thanks
0: thanks for writing in, Sarah. I don't know if I'm satisfied with that. I mean, I appreciate Sarah reaching out, but I'm not sure that that it doesn't do it for you. Tells huh? me whether or not it, if, is. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, I, I wish I knew sign language, but I'm not sure if that satisfies me in terms of. Adam needs it's more context. But. So. I don't want any more this is <laughs> I'm just I, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll never be sure. This is, but, a, this is an uh, unsolved mystery. This is an unsolved mystery. Sarah, thanks for reaching out to the show.
1: Absolutely. So uh, you, you can reach out just like a, all those different methods that we talked about, and, and please do so. Um, Adam, time for Question of the Week. It's your turn. Let's hear it.
0: Jordan, this episode, Dream On, features Eileen dreaming on him on a horse do you have any reoccurring dreams or dreams that come to mind
1: uh yeah i don't know if i have recurring dreams but i do remember a dream that i had when i was younger i guess it was not a dream so much as a nightmare but um sweet dream or a beautiful nightmare mm, i guess with halloween coming up maybe this is appropriate but It was a dream where there was like a mass murderer or wolf man thing on the loose. (laughs) And uh, so for some reason, like we went over to Sam's house and uh, we were over there. I don't know if like the power went out or whatever, but someone came to the door, just like some vagabond or wanderer, some drifter came to the door and we let her in because we thought she was Okay. And uh, you know, sometime during that night, she was murdered by this wolf man, and then. Maybe <laughs> talk tar- to someone. Maybe talk to a medical. I'm gonna talk to Wilson this? about this later. But then okay, yeah. the next night, I'm back at my house, and it's my dad and I. We're just there, and uh, the wolf man comes in to attack us, and we we end up killing him. Um, so I guess him?
0: you know. You I think. Him? Do you do you, dr- do you lure him to the basement and then drown him in paint? yeah uh, i was
1: gonna uh, say home alone i was gonna say we just we swung some paint cans that we had handy and uh, yeah, hit him in the head no i don't remember my dad definitely did the final blow though so he protected the death, us the, de-
0: the death blow brought to yeah. you by terry
1: so that that was a dream that scared me a lot as a kid just waiting for this crazy person to come out of the woods behind sam's house and those woods are get scary us. i would i would
0: have been afraid of those woods as a young As a young man, and as an older man, I'm still kind of afraid of him. Uh, Any dreams for you that are recurring or uh, memorable? Yeah, I find that I have have quite a few dreams about high school football, uh, which is kind of strange because, I mean, I don't... You're constantly talking to me about it, living in the glory days, so it doesn't seem strange to me. It's really not true at all. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. I look back on it fondly, but uh, I, I was pretty happy with how things went in my high school football career. I don't relive the glory days. I don't miss it or anything. But I I do find that, like, I I had a dream, I think, within the last couple of weeks. And this is how a lot of the dreams are. But it'll be me. Football season will all of a sudden just be there, and I won't be ready. Or, like, I won't. I'll be late for a practice, or I'll miss a game, or I won't know that the season has started or something like that. So the one that happened recently was, I think, like, and it's always like the real people like i think uh, i think like jeff putnam who was our varsity football coach like came to visit me and he's like uh we need you on the team which i don't know why he would need me i was going to play regardless but he like said come come play with the team uh we're we we need you uh, to come maybe i was i had already graduated or something and he said come come play with the team come to practice check things out we want you to we want you to come play with us again uh, so assuming, I guess I was in college, and which is obviously not allowed. And I came, and he told me it was a practice, but it was a scrimmage. And I show up, and they're like, "All right, you're, you're going in, go in and play." And I was just inept. I could not mm. make things happen. I was not getting, I was not getting a good rush on the quarterback. I could not break through line. And it was very, very frustrating. Um, and that's a lot of my dreams are just like I'm. I feel inept like on the football field.
1: I feel like the like unprepared, late for something trope yeah. in dreams is yeah. very.
0: Very common. My dad has very similar... My dad describes himself as having very similar, like, football practice-related dreams. He describes himself. something something Yeah, he he describes himself as having those kind of dreams. Uh, So, I don't know. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't... uh, I'm sure something could be made of it. A lot of people spend a lot of time analyzing dreams. I'm not interested in doing that, but it is... I do have a lot of dreams about high school football, Mm. for whatever reason. You know, I do have quite a few about basketball,
1: now that you say it, so... I guess uh, I guess those were important things to us, but uh, you know what else is important to us? Mm.
0: I'll the I'll the next it, episode generally.
1: the next episode of <laughs> Home Improvement specifically, which is okay. which is real men, R-E-E-L, men. So we're gonna guess this plot line of uh, next week's episode. I've got one handy if you want me to go first. Go ahead. Alright. So <clears throat> in the in the similar vein that, uh, you know, the man's bathroom was. Tool Time takes some extra time out to build a man's home theater. Um, so they've got giant screens. They've got Lazy Boys. There's a free vending machine full of candy. The walls are decorated with manly movies. There's The Godfather. There's Terminator. There's James Bond posters, Rambo. Uh, Tim, you know, he's taking it up a notch because he's made some modifications to the popcorn machine, and it's going to cook a little bit faster. Uh, than, than a normal cock, or, uh, popcorn, cock <laughs> Cockroach
2: machine?
1: you <laughs> another nightmare. Uh, but, you know, there's going to be predictable results there. And okay. the other plot line in this episode is the boys are inspired to make a home action movie with Wilson as the villain and Al as the hero. And Tim gets really worked up since he isn't in the, in the hero role. So he really has to work through those emotions.
0: Now, did I miss, did you address the fact that it's, it's fishing at all?
1: Well, I went with real as in like a movie reel.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. See, it's hard when you go first, and then I have to think of something to say, and I'm not. I'm rendered. Well, you know, uh, you used to. to
1: you said you would try to do something ahead of time, but I guess you're not and looking. I lied.
0: I lied. All right. Uh, so I will take it in the fishing. Well, vein. yeah, I
1: left it for you to take the fishing route. So there Thank you go. Thank you so
0: much. I will take it in the fishing vein. It's winter. They're going to be ice fishing. Uh, Tim's going to fall through the ice. And in terms of other plot lines, <laughs> Jill is frustrated with her job because she's too busy and she also has kids. Boy, it sounds like
1: you really prepared
0: for that. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> how imaginative is that? <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Jordan. Not my favorite segment we've ever had. Uh, well, maybe it won't make it much longer. So we'll see. Uh, all right, so that's real. That's real men, and that is next week. Jordan, thanks for joining me this week, listeners. Thank you for listening, and I guess I should say, take care.
2: Take care, everybody.